Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Today. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> good afternoon and good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 3rd of Nissan, which means it's April 4th, which means it's another episode of Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome, my handsome host in the Holy, Wan- Holy Land. Holy Land. Mr. Matt Zucker! Thank you, thank you, everybody, for joining us. (laughs) Stephen, thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for all of our listeners. I got to pull up my chat. Let's see who's listening today. Nobody. I was told perfect. That we, have... we can talk about whatever we want. Awesome. <laughs> I was told that we're that you guys in Israel are having outages. What's going on over there? What are you guys? The Ukraine? Get it together. It's the Middle East, man. What can I tell you? Our infrastructure hasn't quite caught up to the 20th century, even Our though we're in the 21st century. <laughs> Our producer texted me early this morning. We're having power outages. There may be problems. I'm like, great. Okay. Oh, here, here we go. Oh, United States of China, Israel, Netherlands, South Africa, United Kingdom, and Puerto Rico. Hola. And Sweden. I was at IKEA today shopping. <laughs> hey, that's racist. No, it's not. You're propagating of the propagation of Sweden's. You think Swedes like other? Is there a, what was the name of that store again? Ikea. Oh, yeah. Is there an Ikea? I know it's out <laughs> of Sweden. Ikea's but, all over Israel, man. But I know, but is there in Sweden? Is that like a, is that like Walmart for them? Like, are they like, that's a terrible store. We don't go there. We don't shop there. I don't know. It's <laughs> not really a Swedish accent, but I guess it's close. Yes, it is. I'm from Sweden. <laughs> We got a great show, Matt. I hope so. Yes, I've got a follow-up. Uh, O.J. Simpson is in the news. Oh, 30 seconds. I've got some follow-up stories from old stories. The craziest story ever done on Israel News Talk Radio. and uh, Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, we have a lot of things to talk about. So uh, I hope everyone continues to stay with us. Don't go anywhere. And hopefully we'll have no power outages. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom, I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody. Uh, Right here on Israel News Talk Radio, Matt Zucker here, my partner in crime, Stephen Miller. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Don't forget, be funny. 
Yeah. Be funny, everybody. Matt, did you have a good Shabbat? Uh oh. I guess not. <laughs> did you have a nice no, Shabbat? Sorry. I'm like, you know what, I man? Guess what? It's now it's 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 my internet now. God, Israel's crazy. I hear you perfectly right? fine. Our, you, you hear me fine? Okay. Yeah, I hear you perfectly I fine. I dropped off for a second. Okay. Oh, okay. Why? Well, well, look, like uh, like what? I said, people, we have power outages going on in Israel, so I'm told. So if, if our listeners, please stay with us because I'm very insecure. Oh, there goes my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's calling me again? It's the Chinese. <laughs> they want to update your uh, car warranty. Oh, God. So uh, I don't know if you want to open anyway. up. I don't know if you wanted to open up with a with, with, with you know with a news story, but I I do. Uh, it was sometime during the show I watched another Bible movie and it was great. So I have a Bible review. I have a movie review <laughs> that we could talk about. Later. Okay, let's start with Whatever. it. Go ahead, go ahead, man. No. Oh, you want uh, you want to talk about that? Okay, sure. Really? Why not? All right. Got to so, start somewhere. Want to want to go over the laundry list of? I well, we could talk about that. We could talk about this. Just go, man. Okay, okay. So I watched a great movie, uh, King David. Now, you could find this movie on YouTube, and that's where I found it. I recommend this movie. Here's the thing, though. Now, remember last time? Wait, wait, wait. Do you have a, wait, do you have a YouTube subscription, or is it just like the free YouTube? No, YouTube on my TV. It's part of the No, app. I know, but I have, a, I have a friend of mine who actually has a subscription to YouTube, so he can watch a lot more than what I think you or I could, and I didn't know if it's like free to the public. No, it's free. Oh. And... Uh, so, you know, the last movie I tried to watch, and I, I was complaining about how it was over two hours long. Okay, yeah. this movie, King David, it three hours, three hours. But this is how great it was. First of all, guess who played? It was about King David and his whole life. It starts off with, uh, you know, King Saul getting anointed by, uh, of course, uh, you know, the prophet Samuel. Guess who played the prophet Samuel? You'll never guess. Richard Harris. No. Okay. Spock. Spock, Leonard Neboy? Yes, Spock. He was the prophet Samuel. Well, you know, he actually came from a religious uh, household, and yes. that whole like that whole and that whole like you know live long and prosper thing with his hands yeah. is the priestly uh, blessing. Yes, and he played the prophet Samuel. So if you go on, there's a lot of King David movies, people. If you want to watch a great one, make sure it's from 1995 with Spock, Leonard Nimoy. And it stuck to the script. It literally, I mean, you know, they had to skip through a bunch of chapters. You can't really do everything. But, the, I mean, they literally took verses right from the script. They followed it. It was, it was incredible. And the three hours just flew by. I Who loved it. King David. Who played King David? I don't know. I don't know his name, but it was great. The movie was great, and I give it four out of five matzahs. <laughs> four out of five matzahs, huh? Yeah, nothing, nothing could be perfect, but uh, it, it was really good. And uh, it's called. It's from a series called The Bible Collection, and if you look under it on YouTube, there's all these different movies. They've got Moses, they've got Joseph now, you know, and so I'm going to check them all out. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to check out YouTube now because I, and I search for Bible movies, but in, in Israel, if you want something in English and I'm not ready for Hebrew movies yet, right. you know, uh, like Netflix basically is your choice because you can't stream Amazon here. It's blocked. And right. so Netflix doesn't have anything Bible related unless it's totally made up. Like, you know, Noah with, um, uh, that remake of the remake with uh, the what one, the heck's that guy's name? Russell. The Crow. one that I watched. 
Oh, yeah, no. so Netflix pushes sins. You know, I'd like to watch a Bible movie, but I don't know where to get them in Israel. Okay, you can't well, get a good Bible movie in Israel, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go on YouTube and I'm going to do that. I'm going to look. All right, good. You'll love it. You'll love it. Just make sure you get it with Spock. Oh, and the scene where he chops off King of God's head, they changed it. Instead of using his sword, he just gave him the Vulcan grip. (laughs) And King of God dropped it. (laughs) I can can picture that. I can picture that. So anyway, I had uh, an interesting, uh, started talking about it during the break, an interesting only in Israel moment. That's one of the things you're always like trying to like, when you live life here, when something happens, like, God, that would never in a million years happen in America. So uh, it was Barbara's birthday last week. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, Barbara. <laughs> so, so she wanted to, we went to our first Israeli concert for her oh. birthday. Okay. And about 15 minutes from where we live is a old, uh, is of course, old Roman amphitheater that they use for modern concerts and so we went to go see a, a guy by the name of Ishai Rebo at the yeah. Benyamina Amphitheater and he's a big star here in Israel and we you know know a bunch of his songs from listening to the radio so we went and it was uh, uh you know half hour 20 minutes before showtime I went down to use the boys room you know uh behind the stage area in the, in the bowels of the amphitheater as i'm walking down there some guy comes up to me and asks me real fast if i can make a minion and for our uh non-jewish listeners and making to have a, uh, a a prayer service to be able to do all of the prayers required at that time you need to have a, a quorum of 10 men so somebody asked me if i can make a minion and i'm like uh, while you're while you're in line at the bathroom no i'm on my way there he just says excuse me oh you know, I was not, you know, I was not, had not yet made it to the bathroom. I said, yeah, I'll be right back. And I told him I need to just check with my wife because it's her birthday and I want her to know I'm not coming right back. And yeah, no problem. Okay. So I come back out of the boys room. The guy's there. He goes, oh, come on over here. And he has the security guy um, usher me backstage. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, first of all, can you imagine like a concert? In America, where they have to oh, real fast, can you make a quorum for our prayer service? I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like crazy. So then I go and I go into like what basically must be the green room, you know, or the backstage. And then they yeah. point to a, a, another room behind there. So I go in and there's nine guys and I'm the 10th. And so I take out my phone and everybody has their prayer apps. And so they're davening with their, their phones. And I, and I look over my shoulder. I was like, the guy behind me has got to be Ishai Rebo. I mean, it looks just, just like him. I had no idea what was going on. So then I come out. Um, and by the way, so they had uh, two of the people who were there had to say the mourner's Kaddish, which uh, is what Jews say, you know, when a, the anniversary of a loved one's passing. Right. And so I figured, wow, that must be why I was there. They needed a 10th. So then I uh, go back and I tell my wife what happened. I'm like, I think I was with the band. And she was like, really? <laughs> and she, I'm like, yeah, hey, I think I got with the band. You know, and you know what's really funny? In my younger days, I got, I've been backstage in concerts before, but it was never for prayers. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. So you were with so, the band. So I was with the band praying uh, – the evening service oh and my. and so and my wife goes she goes it was the seat 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 <laughs> that's right because right? i told you last week i had just started wearing you know seat seat and took on that commandment and the guy saw it pulled me backstage and the band comes out on stage and 
there was Ishai Rebo and the eight members of his band that was nine. And I was like, wow. You're like, wow, I just dobbing with those guys. What are they doing on stage? Guys, man. <laughs> hey, Barbara, I was just dobbing with a bunch of guys, and now they're on stage. What? How weird is that? I thought, I thought that was so cool, man. Uh, and, you know, my friends back in the States don't really appreciate that. They're like, oh. okay. I I appreciate that. That is unbelievable. That is because you were wearing your seat seat. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about you all week. I wanted to ask you how your seat seat and bathroom dilemma are coming along. Because every time I went to the bathroom this week, I was thinking of you. <laughs> I'm looking out for you, bro. Well, I'm looking out for you. Bro. What's going I have on? had no – I've had I, – I've had no problems in that realm. I've kept my seat seat clean for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> and and Hashem repaid you by davening with the band, man. <laughs> man, I was with the band, man. <laughs> can, can you can you imagine like in America? Can you imagine like in America? Like I like I love Rush. Okay, people probably know everybody all over the world. They're an international. Getty Lee is a Jew from Toronto. Can you imagine if I'm standing in line and someone from the band says, "Hey, man, can you come backstage?" Rush, uh, Getty Lee has to say Kaddish, and I'm sitting there davening with Getty Lee before the concert. I mean, that's that's essentially what it was like, right? Right. No, exactly. And I'm thinking this is so funny because like a couple of times I was backstage at concerts in the States and it was usually ha- revolved around like food trays or, or like liquor or whatever. But it was never praying. <laughs> wow. That only in is that is an incredible story. Only yeah, in well, it was like it was it was it was very cool, man. It was very cool. That is that so, is a great that is I just wanted to story. share that with you. That's a great story. And yeah. I also and I also want to congratulate you on being able to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Without without any issues. <laughs> well, I I just hope that you can eventually stop thinking of me when you have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I think about you all week, all the time. <laughs> like I wonder if Matt is okay with it, seat seat. <laughs> hey, yeah, how much? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, we got one minute left. Left. Okay, I wanted to quickly say over. I uh I posted something uh on Facebook and I got called a racist. It was about the uh, all the terrorists. What did you post? Well, it was about all the terrorist attacks in Israel. So I just posted something like, uh, you know, uh, 11, 11 Jews dead in five days. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I was angry. I was upset, emotional. And some guy posts. He lives in Israel. And he goes, he goes, if you were just a little less racist, you'd say 11 murdered Israelis. And then I'd completely agree with you. But of the 11 people murdered, only seven were Jews. I got called a racist because I said all 11 were Jews instead of Israelis. Do you believe that? No. What? I said, why don't you stop? Again, it's Facebook. I could believe anything. Well, listen, it was not accurate, but not racist. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. People are insane. Don't don't comment on my Facebook page. (laughs) All right. Fast break. We'll be back in two minutes right here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Stick around. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany is but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel. Phantom Nation, every Monday. 
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. We're having a great time. Matt, you having a good time? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm having a great time. Yourself? Still here? So, yeah. So, Matt, so far we have internet. For the moment. That could change at any moment. That can change. Matt's frozen on my screen, but oh, now he's moving. But anyway, so I let's start it off. We're going to start it off two follow-up stories. Uh, so last week, of course, our show was uh, called the Slap Heard Around the World. So guess who chimes in on the Will Smith debacle? Mike Tyson. <laughs> that would no. <laughs> No, not O.J. Simpson. (laughs) O.J. Simpson has chimed in on his opinion about Will Smith. (laughs) It says O.J. Simpson has weighed in on Will Smith's How Notorious Oscars 22-22-2022 slap. So basically, O.J., this guy is insane. The Jews. Uh, Do you believe, first of all, he's 74 years old now. Um he goes uh, there were he was on, of course, the golf course. <laughs> so they were asking him and uh, he says, hey, look, uh, it was unfortunate, said the former Buffalo Bills running back and mass murderer. <laughs> I think Will was wrong. <laughs> Nonetheless, Simpson said, I understand the feelings explaining in my life. I've been through a lot of crap and I was raising two young kids and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine. And I don't think I wouldn't want to be slapping a couple of those guys. (laughs) This is, this is what he's saying. So basically he, he said, if if that were me and I was Will Smith, I would just, I would just cut his head off. Yeah. I would have, I would have just murdered him right on stage. What's with the slap? (laughs) Yeah, Will. Man up and get a knife like me. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. So so basically, Will Smith uh, giving his, I mean, uh, O.J. Simpson the juice. Uh, That's why I'm drinking orange juice this morning in honor of his, uh, of his, uh, I don't know what you call it, (laughs) of his insane comments, basically. Condemning Will Smith. Here's a mass murderer condemning Will Smith. (laughs) I... Great. Can you imagine if like OJ Simpson moved into your neighborhood? <laughs> you know, oh. hey, he's hey gotta... Juice, what's up? <laughs> Better be nice to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got to live somewhere. I don't know where he lives. I think he lives in Florida, maybe. Some place where you can golf year round, and there's a lot of hot women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? We'll. I need to sharpen my knives this week. Uh, let me uh, go introduce myself to my new neighbor. <laughs> All right, anyway, so yeah, so I thought that was just just hysterical that that OJ uh, condemns uh, Will Smith. But anyway, I do have another quick follow up story. Uh, do you remember this happened a while ago? Um, a German Israeli singer was accused, or he accused a hotel in Germany. We did this story. Of them not helping him. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. He was wearing he was wearing a high or a Jewish yeah, star he, or something. He was wearing and they, a Jewish star, and they told said, him to cover it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we did the story because then the hosp uh, the hospital, 
the, the hotel, the, the employees decided to make a public apology. So remember in the story, they they stood outside with Israeli flags <laughs> like that was a good enough apology. Anyway, I just found this. So apparently uh, he he apparently after investigation, the hotel has found no no signs, no evidence of any anti-Semitism. They're accusing him of completely making it up. There was a video of him standing in line, and in the video, he's not even – his Star of David is not outside his shirt. It's tucked in. Um, so it says uh, German prosecutors – on Thursday, charged the singer with defamation after failing to find evidence for allegations of anti-Semitism he made against the staff of a hotel that briefly sparked an international maelstorm. Uh, his name was uh, Gil O'Farum, 39-year-old. He's a citizen of Israel and Germany. This happened at the Westin Liespig. I don't know. I can't even pronounce it. Wasn't he name. like a singer? Was he a singer? Yeah, he was a singer. And uh, but the investigators mm, found no evidence. It was a publicity stunt. You know what? That's what I and I, I was thinking. I said, you know what this guy is? He's the Jewish Jesse Smollett. <laughs> I got to tell you, if that's the case, string him up. I mean, and ugh, I hate that stuff. Right. You know, you know, because it's like. There's enough of it going around that you don't have to make it up, brother. You know what I'm saying? I really. Yeah. I hope that's not I hope that's not the case. I well, the case. I, you know, like I said. Uh, you, know, they, you know, of course he denies. I don't really it. mean string him up. I don't really mean string him up. But that's not what I'm saying. It's, but you know, it's like he should he should be held to account and um, roundly condemned if, by the Jewish people if he was found to be a, a fraudster. But who knows? Maybe it's the Germans who are covering up. I don't know well, what to believe anymore. Yeah, really, I don't know. But either way, uh, <laughs> I just thought like, oh, we're great now. Guess what? You know what? So. So yeah, but who knows, right? Because oh, look, I'm reading in the in the um, the papers uh, about uh, a German grandmother, right? Ninety three years old. Yeah, she's getting sentenced to twelve months in jail for denying the Holocaust. So what? you know, there's still plenty of wait, people. Wait, 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 wait. This is in Germany. <laughs> yeah, ninety three year old Ursula Haverbeck sentenced to 12 months in prison for denying that Jews were murdered during the Holocaust. And it's really funny. I mean, she looks like a sweet old lady, but apparently she's a, a, a miserable Nazi shrew. <laughs> Where was she? Was she like running around the streets of Germany saying, there's no Holocaust. There no, there's no, oops, my teeth fell out. Uh, hold on a second there. <laughs> it did well, apparently <laughs> she... She's a she is apparently a notorious neo-Nazi, so I'm sure she's like on the you know, on the the speaking circuit there or something. Uh, I don't know, man. Look, so she's going to jail, lady. Or prison. She's going to jail for tw- she's going to jail for twelve months. I don't know. I'm not entirely comfortable with that. I mean, I don't really like her. You know, I mean, she's a <laughs> you're not comfortable with it. <laughs> An avowed Nazi lady. I mean, I mean, prison. Yeah, but she could go to a German prison. She might wind up being like, you know, like the the head frau of the women's uh, block. I mean, why don't you just, um, I don't know, make so her homeless. The- <laughs> I don't know. Remember, like when I was a kid, there was like it was like, what was that movie? It was like as an after. It was like a. Australian TV show, I think, when I was a kid, Women of Cell Block H. <laughs> some, some like drama about like a women's prison. It was awesome. Yeah, sure, man. I yeah, I bet it was awesome. That 
I, although we're on a nice network, I cannot tell you what's going through my mind. The women of Cell Block 8. <laughs> Sounds like something pornographic. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who knows? But, you know, I think that's why I think the 93-year-old uh, Nazi who's going to go to jail might wind up, you know, you know, ruling the roost there. She could be like the queen. Yeah. The queen gonna... of the Cell Block. That's right. She's going to be the head. She's going to be the head gang of uh, the the Nazi gang, in uh, in the the white nationalists. Hey, everybody! Yeah, just call me, <laughs> Granny. Granny's going to get you. Yeah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> oh my God, that's insane. yeah. There was a couple of good stories out of the out of the fatherland this week. Oh, Germany's always good. For, Did you, uh, you you saw about. You saw about the guy, who, the guy who uh, got busted um, selling fake passes, right? In Germany. <laughs> well, you you share that with the yeah that that is this is the craziest story I think we've ever done on Lighten Up. Go ahead, share with share with because we both found the same story. But you go ahead. It's it's insane. <laughs> Man gets dozens of COVID vaccines in order to sell. Passes. 60-year-old man <laughs> allegedly gets 90 shots in order <laughs> to sell forged vaccination cards to people not wanting to get vaccinated themselves. This guy got 90 shots. 90. I want to know how much he sold those passes for. 90. 90. 90 people. Are you listening all over the world? 90 COVID Nine vaccine zero. shots in his arm to sell passes. How much those how much did those passes go for? It it didn't say. Uh, but yeah, I and and it also I, says I that it also said that the uh, it says that it was not immediately clear what impact approximately ninety shots of vaccines, which were from different brands, had on the man's personal health. That's what it says in the article. I mean, he's gonna die. Of course, he now has, of course he now has web feet and gills. <laughs> our, our producer wants to know if he glows in the dark. Exactly. Anybody want a pass? Yeah, I mean, he's selling these forged passes so people in Germany can go to the movies and 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 museums. Ugh, this is what it's come to. No, I think no, I think there, I think there, you get taken off the street. I mean, they were like, I think like Germany and Austria was kind of like Australia. They were really uh, like locking people up. I don't know. Well, I gotta say one but thing. Still, to ninety shots. Yeah, I got. Does, let me see. Does it say his name? I don't know if it says his name. Oh, they don't t reveal his name. Uh, but yeah, he's 60, 60 years old, 90 shots. And let me tell you something. That guy is a patriot, everybody. He's a patriot taking one for the team. <laughs> oh, about that. Uh, he, <laughs> oh, he's he's taking it for the team. All right. He's he's definitely going to die. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, he God, took, took 90, 90 for the for team. The team. <laughs> <laughs> That's one crazy German. <laughs> How do you go, like, after your 50 well, and 60? Wow. Anyway. 15 seconds, people. Look at that. Coming up on the last segment after this break, hopefully we can squeeze in a few more stories. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back on Lighten Up. Stick around.
Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> you. Me. Okay. Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, uh, for our final segment right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Matt Zucker and Steve Miller uh, trying to carry you through. Uh, I can't so believe Steven, it's the last segment. I can't believe talk- it's the last segment. I mean, literally, I, I feel like we, we just started. Every week. I, but, you know, it's just unbelievable. I could just, anyway. But I mean it this week. <laughs> but this week, I mean it. I, 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 OJ would not stand for this. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so I'm going to give you a choice, Matt. We've never done this before. I'm going to give you a choice to pick two stories. <laughs> and you choose which one that I talk about. Both of them are from my, the greatest paper of all time, the Black Wall Street Times. So here's your choice. You can either We can either discuss... Um, a story about Black Birders Week, about black people watching birds in nature, <laughs> or, or a black professor calls the cops on black students because they were late for class. <laughs> Which one? Do, 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 I, do. I, I'm going to have to. I don't know. I'm going to run the clock out on this one with indecision. Uh, I'm going to go with the bird watching. Oh, hi. Oh, okay. Matt chooses Black Birders Week. That's what they're calling this. Black Birders Week looks to attract more black nature lovers. Apparently, there's not enough black people in this country who should who love nature. So Ezekiel J. Walker, a.k.a. Jimmy Walker. <laughs> Remember him? He's the angry black journalist That's over no there. Man. <laughs> dynamite yeah, not kid dynamite kid dynamite yeah kid dynamite apparently there's not enough black people looking at birds so he did this whole article uh, apparently it's uh hashtag black birders week <laughs> this is this is insane um so uh black birders week has you fully covered here's the week there's this convention going or there's some event whatever here's the whole week may it starts in may next month may 29th uh, it's a network event. Introduce yourself and meet other black birders, outdoor lovers, and naturalists. <laughs> it's also a singles event. Do you want to meet a black woman who likes to go outside and look at birds? Then come to our event. <laughs> they got on Monday, May 30th. Uh, Monday's events are about getting started in bird watching and asking questions to those who are already, already involved in the space. <laughs> They got a whole week of all these um, events to do with black people outside watching birds. I mean, is that insane? Yes, you're, you're speechless. <laughs> I really am. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of like a presumption that there's not enough black people that enjoy the outdoors, and you know, doesn't everybody enjoy the outdoors? And who cares how many black people like to watch birds for crying out loud? <laughs> I mean, who, we'll get, who, we'll, the, who cares? Who, uh, is, who gives a pigeon's butt? 
<laughs> I, it's, 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 it's incredible that this paper is wasting ink on this article. Uh, here, here, Wednesday, June 1st. It's called the I Day think of— you, I think you should— I think you should appreciate them because it's apparently so amusing for you. Oh. I hope they never stop printing. <laughs> Wednesday, June 1st, it's called the Day of Roost. Did you know that birds choose where, when, and how to roost carefully? Today's theme is about mental health, prioritizing self-care, and choosing when to rest. So they're basically taking the lifestyle of birds and integrating it into human lives. <laughs> All to get black people together and look at birds. <laughs> oh, and they have a special guest speaker at the end. Guess who it is? Um, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> no, it's OJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, all right. Next week, we'll do the other article. That was good, too. <laughs> That's it for oh, the yeah, Black Wall Street Times. <laughs> That's our latest episode of oh, the Black Wall Street Times. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Matt. You're all up. Right, well, listen. Listen. I got it. Listen. Here's a great story. You know, we've discussed in episodes past about yeah. the um, – issue of gets, which again, for our Gentile listeners is a, a ritual um, Jewish divorce creed. So um, particularly in Israel, when the rabbinate controls basically marriages and divorces, you have to agree to give your spouse the divorce. And right. so in Israel, if you don't agree to give your spouse the divorce, um, it can cost you dearly financially, sometimes even you know, jail time. Um, so, and statistically, I don't know. I, I guess it's more guys don't give women gets than women don't give guy gets, although I know it does go both ways. But but this guy is a, a special case. Okay. He, he tried to pull a fast one on the rabbinic court. He got divorced with his wife, rather they separated a number of years ago after yeah. more than 10 years of marriage. So... He finally, you know, she, he wouldn't give the get and they went with a bunch of threats, uh, basically trying to affect his livelihood, even him being able to find apartments. And they can do that, right? They can really make your life miserable. So the guy finally agrees to give his wife a get. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he's caught bragging about basically how he didn't say uh, whatever phrase that it was required to be said to, you know, in the presence of everybody to firm up the, the divorce or the to make get. it legal, so, to make it legal, to make it legal. So he right. did not recite audibly the phrase required to release everybody from the vows. Correct. So the rabbinic court called him back in and this is the best. They yeah. said, okay, well, guess what? You're still married, so you can't get remarried, but your wife, she's single, so she can go get married. <laughs> <laughs> so now his ex-wife is his ex-wife, but he can't remarry. And if he doesn't recant and give her another, a second get, like a real one that he can get behind, he's going to do a week in jail. <laughs> What's the point? Why would he go through all that just to mumble through the part that makes it legal? Just to mess with her? I, I don't know. So th th excellent question. So um, my wife and I are cracking up at this story. And I, I thought to myself, I said, self, 
Zelda. How much does this guy hate this woman that he's willing to like basically incur Aye. significant financial penalties and possibly a week in jail to get her? And my wife is like, maybe he really loves her. And I'm like, uh, you know, because like it's so funny. Well, it's the difference. I guess I'm a negative person, and, and my wife is a more positive thinker. So I'm thinking this guy's a miserable sob who just like trying to like he's like cutting off his nose to spite her face, and I'm going to pay whatever price it is to make her miserable. And and she's like, maybe he loves her. And then I realized maybe I'm just projecting because <laughs> I can't believe this guy mumbled through the part. That, that he was supposed to what what's the actual phrase that you're supposed to say and he just mumbled it i don't know it does it doesn't tell you it just it tells you it must be a secret because they just tell you in the article that he did not say the words uh as he's going through the whole thing yes i i want a room okay we're divorced <laughs> <laughs> right oh god what well you know speaking of nosh <laughs> speaking of gets here's a here's a follow-up story um do you remember uh, we spoke about this guy a lot? The guy who was from Lebanon who pretended to be Jewish to marry a Jewish woman? El Eliwa? Yeah. Elia Haliwa? Remember? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name, but I remember the story, sure. Okay, right. So apparently, there's a dramatic twist, Matt. Elia Haliwa is actually Jewish, according to a Yichus expert. So now he's actually really a Jew. It says um, that actually what was his uh, great grandmother Jewish or something? No, here it says Eli uh, Elia is actually Jewish, according to Rav Avraham Reich of the Hatzalas Yisrael community in Brooklyn. Rav ha Reich, who is an expert in the investigation of Yehus of Jews from the former Soviet Union, revealed um, that his background um, and uh, revealed that it, after investigating his background and spoke with his mother, who admitted that she and her mother are both Jewish. The Rav also spoke with his grandmother in Lebanon, who says that she was Jewish. So despite this, it says that he went, he still went under a Giyor Lechumra, which I have no idea what that means. I'm sure our producer will chime in. Uh, and since there weren't four consecutive generations in the family. Conversion, there children, you go. You ask me. Okay. So he still went through a conversion, even though he was literally really Jewish. Um, but check this out. So the Rav didn't want to reveal who served on the Beit Din. I don't know why, for various reasons. Um, but basically, it is unknown to Haliwa uh, why he didn't reveal that his mother and his grandmother were Jewish after the whole story blew up. Um, he wants to return to his wife. Now, she left him. Um, so here, here, because now he is completely a kosher Jew, but here's, here's on topic. She she wants a divorce and he won't give her the get. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I don't know, man. Some some smells fishy. Well, I, yeah, you know, it still it still smells fishy. Just because some rabbi speaks to his mom, yes, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't how know. Do you know was, his, how do you know it was his mom? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was probably you know some old yenta who lived next door. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? <laughs> pretend you're my mother <laughs> but yeah he won't give her a get now so apparently they're still not together and he he won't give her a divorce he needs to go to that bait oh, yeah. in that that gave the divorce to the woman and not to him and reverse it just switch it flip it flip it on them that's what we're gonna end on that 
We're going to end on the topic of divorce. <laughs> How cheerful. <laughs> and as our producer said, why is divorce so expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. Hey, oh! Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. We'll catch you next Monday on Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.